This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, I'm along with Aaron Renning talking some NFL. Nice two and one week for ER last week. Minnesota minus a two and a half comes home uh, in overtime. Well, they avoid overtime with the double doink from 61 yards from the Saints. Raiders uh, minus a two wins. I had that one also. And Cincinnati, Miami come up a little bit short on the over 47. The total on Thursday night was off to a great start. ER with the touchdown for Cincinnati, Miami. Then Tua has the touchdown dropped, and then that thing downshifted. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, looked good throughout uh, most of the contest. And, you know, Jimmy, it, it really played out how, you know, the first month of the NFL season played out as far as low-scoring games, uh, you know, putting yards up but not turning them into points. But, um, you know, saw that things really turned Sunday uh, where you had a lot more higher-scoring games, more what you're used to. Uh, expecting in the NFL. Some of those games really uh, high scoring, but, you know, the offense, uh, you know, the touchdown, the scoring uh, just seemed to come a little bit easier. So we'll see if that trend kind of continues here moving forward. All right, uh, let's get to the games uh, this week. And we're looking at the Thursday night game again. And the Colts in Denver. Denver's three and a half here at home. Well, one thing we know is the Russell Wilson edition is not – not. Just some sort of a seamless uh, improvement. I mean, they've got some issues going on, but my goodness, so do the Colts. I've been on the Colts the last couple of years. I love their offensive line, and that's one of the biggest weaknesses on the team. When you take that offensive line away from this team, boy, it, uh, everything kind of falls apart. Denver is minus three and a half on Thursday night. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I I bet the Broncos here, Jimmy. Certainly, um, you know, it's kind of the line teetering three, three and a half. If you got three and a half, try to play the money line. Uh, maybe first half, uh, in game something with the Broncos here. Um, tough to make money in the NFL, uh, laying that three and a half. Uh, you know, when the line's kind of going both ways. But um, yeah, you know, the Broncos. It's it's obviously taken a little bit more time. Uh, for that offense to come into to play, I mean, I, I don't think the Broncos maybe had the playmakers I thought uh, that they had. Maybe Wilson uh, thinks the same thing. But you know, even going back to last week's game, uh, you know, Denver did fine. The defense has been up to task. Really, you know, that fumble return, you know, the Melvin Gordon fumble, uh, Raiders picked it up, kind of turned the momentum, uh, the tide in that game, if you will. But uh, you know, the defense has surprised me how well uh, it's played. The young coordinator's done a really good job with this team. Again, going to take some time uh, for this offense to figure it out with the head coaching uh, staff. But you could see signs uh, over the last couple of games um, where they are going to be better. They're certainly going to be more efficient 
uh, in the red zone. Kind of the one one of the things that you know it, it's almost impossible to handicap turnovers, but you know Russell Wilson has always been one to take care of the ball. Kind of been a low turnover uh, quarterback, and you know the Colts over the past couple of years um, were a team that was always plus. Uh, for the most part in the turnover department or try to play that way, but it is, it's gone south uh, for this Colts team. You know, a lot was made, you know, the upgrade with Matt Ryan from Wentz uh, in the offseason. And, you know, on paper it looked that way to a certain degree. But, you know, the thing was Wentz put up pretty good numbers last year. I think he had a 27-7 interception, or I'm sorry, touchdown interception uh, ratio. And Matt Ryan... You watched him play uh, throughout his career. He's a, a, a quarterback that can make a lot of mistakes. He turns the ball over a lot as well, and, you know, that's kind of been the case uh, so far. Uh, defensively, uh, they have a new defensive coordinator. They're always kind of trained to uh, create a lot of turnovers. That quite hasn't been there. Uh, Leonard's going to be, you know, Leonard, uh, uh, the, the linebacker, a turnover machine. Uh, he's going to be out with a concussion uh, for this game. So, you know, you, you talk about this Colts offense, Jamie. I, I think the best word that I could use to describe them so far, they looked a little bit better uh, last week but still not efficient. You know, they've been hesitant. You know, Matt Ryan has had plays to make. He's kind of held the ball a little bit too long. You can't do that. Uh, the, you know, even the running backs, the offensive line, it just has not been a fluid uh, situation. Now going to Denver, it's, you know, it's just not easy to play with the noise. So, until you really see it with the Colts, uh, I'm going to try to continue to bet against it. Yeah, Colts are really struggling. Matt Ryan with uh, five touchdowns and five interceptions uh, to start this year. And the fumbles, and, right? Yeah, and, and the fumbles as well. Um, and when you – you know, I saw him in preseason. I'm like, oh, gosh, uh, man, he looks really immobile. Yeah. And um, – and at this stage, I said, okay, but that's – with their running game, it takes a lot of pressure off of That running game is just not there. It's not what – Well, the offensive is. line has been a disappointment. I mean, obviously, they're fine on the inside, uh, but the outside tackles, they've just done a poor job trying to build that up. Yeah, and it, one of the, the best offensive lines in all of football. And Wentz's numbers were I – mean, it was just a big spot. It was his yeah. game-altering mistakes, you know, that he would have. Right, and hey, like, look, uh, right, could, we'll you, talk you about just him. couldn't get out your mind, you know. Yeah, we'll talk about him in a second. I mean, obviously, he's struggling with Washington as well. I mean, he definitely wasn't the answer. But, you know, people, I think, expected, you know, Matt Ryan to, to plug in. And, and you know, he, he kind of struggled – with new coordinators early, uh, even Shanahan, I think that first year, uh, it it just it wasn't you know until that second year when things really took off. Uh, well, let's, let's let's go to that game, Tennessee and Washington. Tennessee with the win at Indianapolis, they got the lead and it's held on. Uh, strange fourth and uh, even it was fourth and twenty-one field goal attempt late in the game, down seven uh, by the Colts. It wasn't even close, and that just kind of deflated uh, any chance they had there. This totals at forty-two and a half. Uh, at uh, in D.C. between Washington and Tennessee. Certainly Washington had their issues against that great uh, Dallas front uh, on Sunday down in Big D, but the total is 42.5 that you're looking at. Yeah, um, you know, it was interesting Sunday, Tennessee, Indy. It looked like it was going to go over. I had to bet under. I somehow snuck that through. Uh, glad we missed that uh, field goal uh, in the end, Jimmy. I'm coming back, uh, play Tennessee under the total again. Uh, obviously, a team that's built around their defense in the in the uh, running game. They finally did 
get that running game going against uh, Indy last week. Obviously sets up what they want to do and, you know, play a more conservative style. Uh, you know, it's just hard uh, to put things on Tannehill's shoulders and asking him to win, number one, uh, with his play. But number two, you know, the playmakers, He, you know, the the the, the loss of, uh, you know, Brown and just there's just not a lot of places to go. Um, from this offense, if you don't have that running game kind of clicking, uh, they lost that uh, Lewin, the offensive lineman, uh, as well. So there's just not much to work with uh, with this offense uh, right now with the Titans. And you know, obviously they they've lost some guys from a defensive standpoint, but you know, it still looks good. That's how this team is built. Uh, you know, Simmons just blows up a lot of stuff uh, inside, uh, so they still have some talent. They're still able to play. Uh, that way so I'm fine on that end of the equation you know talked about it here with Washington uh, and Wentz looked good the first week against Jacksonville but boy since then uh, it's kind of been the disaster that you that I expected uh, at least with uh, uh, Wentz running the show you know you, you if you squint hard enough you can see a few big plays from him that you know a lot of quarterbacks you know can make but you know Watching him throughout that whole contest last week against Allison, obviously the Cowboys have a very good front, don't give you a lot of time. Uh, I mean, it, it's just hard to see, you know, Wentz putting together this 9-10 play type of drive without making that mistake and without making that, you know, putting uh, downs together to move the chains uh, with what they want to do uh, from an offensive standpoint. You know, the offensive line uh, really not helping him, but, you know, he's not accurate. Uh, as well, that first week against Jacksonville, you know, he hit some throws that were kind of improbable. Um, you know, you look at the next gen stats; he actually had the you know the second most time that first week against Jacksonville. Since then, you put pressure on him; he just can't do anything uh, defensively. That's where this team is built. Uh, interesting. I haven't heard anything on Chase Young if uh, he potentially comes back for this game. Obviously, that would be a bonus. Still, a very good front can put pressure on Washington, so uh, I'm going to go under the total here, Jimmy. All right, under 42-and-a-half with uh, Denver in Washington. No Ken O'Brien and Dan Dan Marino in this one, but we go to the AFC East up in New York. Miami and the Jets, and uh, it doesn't look like uh, Tua in this no. one. And uh, Zach Wilson, uh, he did come back and looked okay uh, at times. They did find a way to win against Pittsburgh and uh, with the, the two late touchdowns. The total is 44, ER. Yeah, I'm going to go over the total in this game. I think uh, this is probably the best bet uh, of the three uh, that I have, Jimmy. You know, with Wilson, uh, I, I thought I was impressed. You know, I, I didn't know what to expect coming back, um, but I thought he looked good. And, you know, that's comparing to Flacco. So, you know, it's not the best uh, comparison, but – you know, Flacco, it was just unbearable the last couple of games uh, in watching them. But they played some good defensive teams as well. Obviously, the the Bengals are very good defensively. Uh, the Browns are one of the better defensive teams um, in, in the NFL. And, and Pittsburgh, you know, a team that always kind of puts pressure on you. Obviously, they don't have Watt, but, you know, not an easy venue to play with. You know, the Jets have some playmakers to work with, some guys that can make plays uh, at the wide receiver position, a little bit banged up. Uh, on that offensive line, but you know that's where Wilson kind of comes into play, where he can move around the pocket and make fl- uh, some plays. Jimmy Flacco obviously could not do that uh, at this stage of the career. I mean, how many times you see him go on a five-step drop and just 
toss it about 20 yards out of bounds. Uh, simply a wasted play. So we'll see if Wilson can even improve on that. But, um, you know, I thought uh, certainly from last year, it looked like he's taken a couple of steps forward. Uh, obviously with Miami, two is going to be out uh, for this game. I did not make uh, any uh, decline or, you know, with uh, with my numbers with the quarterback. Bridgewater comes in, uh, you know, tough situation coming in on the road. Uh, last week but you know the biggest thing here um, you know Miami one of the few teams seems like in the NFL I mean they make it a point to throw deep and try to hit big plays and they have the playmakers the speed to be able to do that at the wide receiver position Bridgewater's got a stronger arm than Tua Uh, I mean there's no question about that Uh, Tua could not make some of those throws and I think Bridgewater can Uh, so again I don't think it's any kind of decline at the quarterback position uh, Miami's got the playmakers to make plays, so I think this is a good bet over the total. Has Tyreek Hill caught one pass over the top where he's <laughs> yeah. not waiting on the ball? So, yeah. and you saw that you saw that uh, in that game uh, where you know when Bridgewater came in and he he waited a lot less uh, yeah. for it uh, over the top against Cincinnati, and so we know about the uh, the, the playmakers at wide out uh, for Miami. You know the Jets. Uh, Elijah Moore was drafted <laughs> the second pick in the second round. The other two were drafted in the top ten, and Wilson and uh, Corey Davis. They were top five and top ten uh, picks, so they've got some weapons there. Yeah, I've been waiting for, for Wilson. Yeah, I've been waiting for more to certainly produce more. Again, it's kind of that New York media he was a player of training camp last year. Um, you know, there was there's been some talk that you know they they just haven't taken advantage of him uh, like they should. But you know, he's an explosive guy that can make a lot of plays for you. No question. All right, so ER's picks uh, this week. His best bet uh, is uh, Miami and the Jets over 44, Tennessee and Washington under 42.5, and Denver minus 3.5. For Aaron Renning, I'm Jimmy Ott here on Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.